Everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Spike McCulley, and as always, co-hosting Michael Copenhaver. Welcome back to One Joke at a Time, everybody. As always, old guy in the back spinning the tracks. Old guy, say hello. I say hello. What up, OG? <laughs> what up? And that's the limited role he is willing to play. <laughs> he said, "I am too handsome for this show." You guys just take it, go with it from there. Do what you need. Do <laughs> what you right. need. Now, as you remember, here on One Joke at a Time, what we do is we invite a comedian friend of ours on, and we all kick around a topic for the day, a premise, if you will, to make a joke out of. And then if we get a chance to, we perform that joke live on stage, bring it back the next week, and play it for you live. Whether it bombs or whether it kills, you're going to see a lot of bomb jokes, because <laughs> I'm going to be doing a lot of bomb jokes. Well, part of being a comedian is eating a plate of shit at least you know, on a regular basis. Absolutely right. Speaking of eating a big old plate of shit, let's introduce our guest for this week. Wait, 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 wait. I want to be the first to issue a public apology. <laughs> Not all the opinions that were said on last week's episode are shared by all the members of the cast at one joke at a time. <laughs> because if anyone out there knows the difference between Batman and Iron Man. You know Iron Man wins because he just beats up Tony Stark as Bruce Wayne, dickheads. <laughs> I understand the concept of what you said and how it's easier to be Iron Man with the pocket pussy and the scotch and being able to program in karate. But at the end of the day, when it comes down into a fight, like you guys compared apples to oranges, who's it funner to be? Most certainly Iron Man. But who wins in the fight Hands down is the man who wins in every fight, Batman. Unless, unless, you know, Iron Man's mom was named Martha. <laughs> that's all I've got to say. The We're sorry. The premise wasn't who wins in a fight. The but that's where was, it went. Who would it be better? When you guys start talking about the rockets and the suit. And I'm just saying, Batman doesn't do that. Because... First off, Batman's a pretentious prick, y'all. Batman's got big dick energy. He doesn't got, compare it. <laughs> yeah, like, but he's got a backup plan for everybody. Like, the, the second that Tony Stark's like, yeah. I'm Iron Man, and he was a threat. Just Batman like I caught him last week, ladies and gentlemen. Every Batman nut out there. Well, it's all about the preparation, man. Batman's the ultimate prepper. That's right. Big dick energy. So we're sorry. <laughs> we're like sorry. Speak for yourself, Batman's putts. Hey, OG, what's this week's premise? Let's build a goddamn joke, and then we'll bring in our guest. What's this week's premise? Darwinism. I think we got a banner for that. There it is. Darwinism. There it is. That's right, people. Survival of the fittest this week. And we're going to be building this joke with this premise with Mr. Brandon <laughs> Scott. 
Can we bring in Brandon? There he is. See, I wanted to I wanted to use the segue. Speaking of eating a big plate of shit, here's our this week's guest, Brandon Scott. Brandon Scott. Someone very uh, comfortable eating a big plate of shit. Right, <laughs> right. That's mostly what I've done on stage so far as a comedian. So what happened last night? I heard you had a few good jokes, but you were super fidgety and couldn't shut the fuck up for five minutes. I didn't know we were supposed to shut up and act like it, but I don't know. I didn't. He's know. like the part in the beginning know. as your host when I, I said, "Hey, don't heckle the fucking performers." You didn't catch that part. No, I wasn't trying to heckle. I was trying to like build or like say something that maybe he was trying to shit on someone of. else's art craft. <laughs> He's like, I'm better than you. Just let me ad lib it in the middle of your set, dickhead. He's like, no, I was trying to help him in the moment, part of the show, you know. All right. Something every comedian totally loves. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please shout shit at us on stage. We'd love that. So Darwinism. If you want to shout anything at me that I can bounce up while I'm on stage, I'm fucking all for it because I'm not a pussy, but... Darwinism. You suck! (laughs) You look like shit! Your jokes are shit! I know. What the fuck? Still willing to talk back to anybody that yells at me out of a crowd. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? While being dressed like a homeless <laughs> professor. I will talk mad shit to you dressed like a hipster that will blow you in the parking lot for gas money home. <laughs> the fucking homeless professor, people. God. Ah. <laughs> we've got it. We've got to get this train wreck back on tracks. This week's premise is Darwinism. Let's start off with a hot take. Mike, do you want to start off, or do you want me to lead? It's your premise. I'll let you lead. Take the take the wheel, buddy. I think Darwinism has been out of effect for a minute now, right? And all you have to do to find this out is go to work. Because whenever you go to work, everyone's like, my boss is an idiot. My boss is an idiot. Well, if your boss is an idiot, we know he's an idiot. And the guy ahead of him is probably an idiot because he's the one that's empowering this idiot. It's safe to say that that goes all the way up to the top, right? So the big guy in charge, he doesn't know how your cell phone works. He just knows that it makes him money. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that's all he cares about at the end of the day. So we empower these morons to do this. And then we sit back and we're like, why does everything suck? (laughs) Well, you put a bunch of morons in charge. This is why it sucks. That's where I'm starting my premise and working from there. Okay. I think I'm going to tackle it from a more different view. There's multiple levels to Darwinism. Have you ever heard of social Darwinism? Yeah. That's where I think I'm going to go. I think that's where I'm going to go. More like a social Darwinism thing. It's like, you know, in social Darwinism, who's the lowest life form? Probably the Walmart worker. Oh, you know what I mean? Nothing says I made all the wrong decisions, like a little blue blazer with your name tag on it. And that little yellow smiling face on the back. Street-level drug dealer gets way more respect than any Walmart worker. Exactly. Exactly my fucking point. Exactly. Drug dealer gets more respect than after Well, yeah, that's why people inspire to do it and go to jail. You know what I mean? Apparently it's worth prison. In that social Darwinism vein, so if that's the lowest life form, who's the highest life form? Who's who's naturally selected to be the best and most suited to lead? In our society, that has become the entertainer, <laughs> right? Oh, Ronald, you're not Reagan. Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yes, he, he was. became president of the United States of America. Yes, he was. Uh, Donald Trump, actor, kind of. 
Well, dude, he did all that Talk WWE show host shit. Kind of a guy, yes, the yes, answer. that's definitely Don't acting. WWE is definitely why, acting. Why do you think he gets up there? He's and He gets a white professional people clown, up. kind of. Think, I mean, he's got the makeup for it, dude. Think about. <laughs> Is he so good at getting, uh, getting everyone in the Midwest up? Because he traveled around with Vince McMahon doing it. Like, we're about to blow the roof off this song, bitch. You ready? And everyone's like, fuck yeah, Donald Trump. We're ready. Yeah. So that's my first blush thought on that on that premise. I'll probably take it somewhere down a social Darwin walk along those lines, like the highest life form. And why wouldn't entertainers be the highest life form, you know? They're on TV all the time. Well, they influence you so much with what Absolutely. they say. Absolutely. Why do they influence you so much? They're on TV all the time. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Joe Rogan thing with this year's election. I would say stop watching TV because it makes you stupid, but we want you to keep watching. All the time. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Scott, he what said, do you got? No, What's did your you, angle? OG, you got you to gotta pop in with that, brother. <laughs> okay. Uh, marketers are the lowest life form. Telemarketers. Oh boy, that's a good one. Though. Yeah, I, downtown. Yeah, the telemarketing office, and they're the most miserable people. Like the homeless people are way happier than the people that work there. Well, homeless. <laughs> <laughs> At least the Walmart workers got the dignity to look you in the eye while their life sucks. The telemarketer has to do it from the safety of a little building. Right. Yeah. Call you during your dinner. Hey, can I bother you for five minutes about a blender? Fuck off. I can't get my family to talk to me during dinner. How about your family? Will you talk <laughs> to me during dinner, please? Somebody should have hugged me more or less, whichever way you went. <laughs> I, I don't know how Michael Copenhaver said the diaper man. Is that Michael <laughs> Copenhaver? It's probably a, it's probably a son. son. Yeah. My son, Michael. That's a little Mike. What up with it, little Mike? Again with the Iron Man, he says. <laughs> Brandon, where's your what's your stance? You got to take to take this a little walk. You would like to take it. What's down? your comedic flavor for the I premise would, of Darwinism? I would uh, definitely take an easy right into myself and be like, I'm not built for survival at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brandon's like, sitting in this room. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, uh, most most men that you know, like at least like eat right kill me i feel and uh half the women too but just, just jokes about like that is that weird <laughs> living in a world where you know like rapes around every corner <laughs> like, you? like i feel like i feel like I've, I've thought this before i have not prepared for a rape-based society <laughs> <laughs> the diaper man comment was about trump michael says oh that uh, whatever sorry I, I firmly. I, I would have worked out more if there was if it was. What if we build this street. whole joke? What if we build this whole joke for Brandon and how he's not meant to be in a rape happy society? <laughs> I feel like that's I'll the most. Solid. I don't know. <laughs> I'll bite it off. When all bets are off, Brandon's pants come off next. I'm just saying. I have taken my pants off for money. I just had to take my pants off. And I got sure, 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 sure. It's wow. your lie. Tell however you want. Yeah. I, was, I, whatever, I, I guess I. So you took your pants off for money. What was the guy's name? Toby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kunta Kinte. It was, it, Toby. It, was a, it was at a job, and the guy was like, take your underwear off and put it on uh, so and so's computer. And, what? And I was like, that's the easiest hundred dollars. We're sorry. This is not an interview show. We're supposed to be building jokes, but he is so fucking weird yeah. that every time you're around him, it's like a vortex of just 
what this the fuck? weird homeless <laughs> guy that you know blows dudes for crack. <laughs> He'd get sucked in, literally and figuratively. No. I mean, at those prices, you can't afford not to get the blowjob. <laughs> He's about to give himself a disclaimer. This is yes, yes, yes. Disclaimer time. I am not a homeless crackhead. <laughs> you I, definitely I, have the vibe, though. I, I understand the confusion. There's, I there's mean, an what's air. The weird tufts of hair popping out under the hat. Hold mm-hmm. I mean, you are professionally fucking disheveled. <laughs> yes. He's uh, like, that, that has been I, my style I'm going for is post wedding disheveled. Like, I know I'm not dressed up enough, but that's my favorite style. chastity yes. belt. When you're dressed to the shit, to the Marie Soros has chastity belt. And then you got too drunk, and it's all like, what if we stuff. take it from that viewpoint of Darwinism, right? Like, survival of the fittest, you have a society like the Spartans, right? Like, and they pull Brandon out, and they're like, nope. This one's no good right off the rip. But I would have worked out more if that was society. Right. Well, for, like, you know, people that don't suck so much at life. Right. W. Scott Wien's got us in the hierarchy. All right. Telemarketers, then sign spinners. (laughs) Anti-vaxxers after that, followed by Republicans, and then Walmart employees, he says. Damn. That, ah, damn. Your wife (laughs) said damn when you said damn. That is fucking amazing. Get out of his brain, Ashley. There you go. Well, good stuff, W. Scott. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Well, what's your slant? How do you, how do you go with it? Apart from, man, we really got off track. Just, oh, bad, man. Super bad, but it's fine. It's a look. It is a, I mean, yeah, it's I, an I iconic just, fucking. I, just, I, just I dig, I like, dig the puma, with the, with the Nike and the sweater blazer for just the top. I feel like that. I feel like that's acceptable in this I, climate I, I, right I, now. I picked this up and up off the floor in like three seconds, but like any toddler I, would. I felt like uh, it really. That is something my seven-year-old son would throw on to go out. For you guys. It's like, listen, we're going out to dinner. Go put something decent on. It's like, all right, I'll be right back. And he would come like that. And he comes in a pink leotard like he's about to sing for fucking uh, an 80s hair band. We never had a pink I leotard mean, in our house. I think Spike is wearing sweatpants as well. So. Yeah, but there's a difference between me and you. One of us is super flying handsome, and the other one looks like he's homeless and sucks cock. One of us is sporty. One of us is not. Sporty? <laughs> he's sporty. He looks like a ready for a rousing bit of sport, eh? Uh. I'll get drunk in a pub and throw a mug at you before I beat your ass. <laughs> in a very jaunty way. In these clothes. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that Canton ever warrants a situation where sweatpants aren't like at least the second, like the best option or equal. Because there's nothing in Canton that you can't that. do in sweatpants that you'll have a better that. time in. In actual pants, because fucking women will fuck you in sweatpants. <laughs> bringing, this, bringing this back to fucking Darwinism real quick. With what he just said, with the whole sweatpants scenario. Suck pretty bad, too. <laughs> Do they? Wall mockers. Mall yeah. walkers suck pretty bad, yeah. too. <laughs> but what he walker. said about Canton is... I like how a man, I like how a grown man... That's, that's Darwinism. This is what happens, people, when you keep the weak alive. They become pretentious little fuckers that pick at the fabric of your fucking inner society, just like he does. 
That's all he does. He sits around in his mousy little beta cuck fucking way. He's like, man, you know what I would have done? I would have done it different than that. And this is smarter and it's greener. This is how I would have done it. Knowing that he has no fucking real background in any of this to have half of the opinions that he has. He's just a pretentious dick. Like, there is no place nice enough in Canton that I shouldn't have to, like, fucking put fucking khakis on for. We have funeral homes here, you fucking asshole. Like, you think you should be showing up to fucking funerals in your sweatpants, you pretentious ass? This is why. Stop. This is why you shouldn't put safeties on your fucking lawnmower. Kids his age, they talk about starting revolutions. He can't even pull the fucking ripcord. That is what happens. This is Darwinism. This is what happens when you take it out. It's even the at the turn, right? dude. Even at the fucking turn of the century, you had shit like those were hard ass men. Like they didn't have fucking shit that they tied to their backs and they put on the fucking rails. There's those pictures of them sitting like 300 stories up, building the Empire Building, fucking eating their lunch and they're smoking their fucking cigarettes. No fucking strand sight. You know why? Zero safety gear. Right. You know why? You know why? Because dudes like him fell off in the first forty. Five minutes, he's like, Hey man, uh, where did I sit my fucking wire? <laughs> he fucking falls off, and they went, ah, Bring in the next one, and you don't fucking worry about it. Hey guys, can I sit by? Whoa, <laughs> yeah, hey man, I got a ham and cheese. <laughs> fuck, fuck, Brandon, yeah, I... you fucking fuck. I don't usually go to funerals with trying to get like a one up because of my outfit. <laughs> yeah, so you're why, why do but you I go? Love, I love where you took that. I love where you took that on like such a dad Trump rant. Like, uh, but well, someone's it was good. all good. I enjoyed it. Well, now you need to fluff me a little more. You started, but you stumbled a little bit in the middle. Dad, Trump rant. What the fuck does that even mean? I think it would. Uh, this is how he works. If he said all that, this shit is how he, he works. In front of people from Maslin who came to a comedy show, they would be totally into that shit. <laughs> because Dude, most people, is full from, of most Trump people, that's my only experience, sadly. But most people in Northeast Ohio, I think, feel that way and would roll with that for sure. And dumb people being dead. Oh yeah, what I mean. There's levels to everything. Dude, <laughs> so, I agree I wholeheartedly. I live by the grace of God somehow. And if I have to turn back and look at what's right behind me, he I'm scared a Dude, you know what time. he has? He has like the the golden homeless aura. You know what I mean? Like like if there's if there's homeless guys, like he could walk into a scenario and start explaining shit to him, like, you don't have to eat the shit. He's a homeless life coach. Yeah. Homeless life yeah. coach. Yeah, like he's got like a glow behind him, like, oh, that's, that's the like you're going all wrong about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, let me teach you something. Let me teach you a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> Get you signed up for some food stamps. <laughs> all the homeless life hacks, bro. Follow me for a week, it'll change your homeless life, bro. You guys comment in. Should we make a sketch? With HP being the homeless life coach, where he's given them another group of homeless guys just skills and little life hacks that he's developed along the way so that, you know, it's not so bad living in the box. Sporty versus where's Waldo Spice. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to evolve tiny T-Rex arms, T-Rex arms, only useful to hold our phones. <laughs> What about this big old dick? And that is about right. <laughs> yeah, like, like, How many of you see sitting just like this? That ain't no shit. 
when that's all the farther you got to reach, you are going to develop little fucking. Dude. Oh, wait a minute. That doesn't work. No, because later that night, you're holding the phone in this hand and holding something else in that hand. So you're you got to get that, that stretch. You're still getting that stretch out. Nice try, Ween, but uh, masturbation wins again. Yep. Thanks, evolution. The angle of the dangles proportionate to the heat of the meat. Exactly and then right. you have to stretch your arm and wince the beat. Like it's fucking, <laughs> it's mathematical, dude. It's equations. It's above you because you're kind of country and southern, Ween. It's, it's okay. It's, it's mathematical. <laughs> <laughs> We're really good at our wording here at this show. And we like to talk bro science a lot. Yes. No, I love Ween. Ween makes me laugh. That shit about his dog, that's my favorite bit. Ween's awesome. Yeah. Ween I, is coming on the show. So, folks, if you like Ween's comments in the comment section, wait. We have him in studio. He is a crowd favorite. That guy's fucking hilarious. Well, while we have bullshit about W. While Scott we Ween. while we hash over some of this, can we show the clip that you had from this week? I will allow it. Old guy, do us a favor and chuck up that clip from last week. This is me, uh, thanks to our pals at Funny Noises Productions, my good friend Chris Kettler, big friend of the show. Uh, give me a few minutes at the Pharmacy in Akron, where he puts on shows every Thursday and Sunday, just so you folks know, in the Akron area. Go the on out, support local comedy at the Bomacy. Um, And I ran the Batman versus Iron Man, like which would it be better bit? Uh, I threw as many beats in as I could remember from uh, what we were throwing around. It was a tough one to write out. I bet it and was. And it actually came out to a little over five minutes, which I was really surprised about. I really liked the end. So if you are ready, sir, old guy, run the clip. And he's out. I think we're lagging. That's all it is. He's running it, but we have a slight lag happening. I hope that's the case. Eh, well, while we're lagging out, let's talk <laughs> we're about real time here, buddy. I mean, that's us. Maybe we lost old guys somehow, but we have 11 viewers watching us eat shit in the moment. That's awesome. It's always good to eat shit. That's what happens whenever you're a comedian. This I, guy I right we here is totally accustomed. Like, yeah, we was yeah, about that to. That was the idea. That was that we <laughs> was about to, but we didn't get the video play. to roll. Old guy, I did wanna... you stroke out? <laughs> Let us know Talk to me, cousin. No, I'm playing the video. What happened? Uh, it's not coming through, my man. Is it happening now? I think you forgot to screen share it, perhaps. No, I didn't forget, but let's reset it and try it all over again. All right. Okay, everybody, That's let's rewind. A bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and now we're about to roll to the video from last week. That's right. Where the topic was, which would it be better to be Batman or Iron Man? Iron Man for sure. Oh, Bat better to be Bat for sure. Batman's motives seem whack. They are whack. No, no man is that fucking good. I can't believe in Batman. The only reason Batman's good is because the villains actually have layers and they're they're start they're like deep characters. That's what makes Batman good. Tony Stark doesn't have He's cool because everybody wants to be a millionaire with a sweet suit. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It'd be dope as shit. It's more human nature. All right, to the video. Weird <laughs> stuff, because I got kicked all the way out of the studio. So, hey, we're having technical difficulties. Well, we're just going to keep filling. Ready to go. Just Pop in and let us know you're about to send it. Pour yourself day. another drink. How many people quit? Hey, I wasn't Fuck it. Day drink. <laughs> no, you wasn't for a reason, you fuck. <laughs> 
one fucking. This guy will get completely shit faced. <laughs> then ramble. You watch him. You watch a lot of young comedians do what the fuck homeless professor does. Let me. Let's time out. Yeah. Let's just tell a story. The very first time I ever saw him on stage, in between everything, doing this here, he stumbled, almost tripped twice at least. There's a fucking story that goes behind this guy being here. His like second time on stage, he's so drunk he thinks he kills it right, and he steps off. And I'm standing inside the stage, and this dude walks up to me and he goes, "Just so you know." You're my nemesis. <laughs> I remember that. Who the fuck says that to another grown man? You are my nemesis. Who does that? You are my nemesis. Like he's oh, here we go. There's the shit. tape. All right. Pops put in these jokes. I've been performing once on stage to our show. This is my one joke at a time joke this week. I don't like to open with them. Fuck it, we're gonna all know what it is this week. Yeah. So, this is a question. It's interactive, fuckers. Answer me. Would you rather be Batman or Iron Man? Batman. 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 Iron Man. Yeah, okay. Batman. Seen a lot of fat Seen a lot of fat mans. <laughs> Just saying. I'm about to convince all you Batman guys you do not want to be Batman. <laughs> Trust me. First off, some of you guys are poorly like me. <clears throat> Batman had to travel across the globe to learn all that special property. Learning fighting form after fighting form after fighting Not happening, Matt Rebar. Not happening, Coldplay. Clayton cackling wildly in the back of the room. One of him was brutally murdered. Just because I'm kind of summary. 
It's like Uncle Ben's like, finally get into the fucking fuck, man. It's Batman. It's goddamn back. Fucking sub. I like him. You're the lamest kid on this planet. No? Sorry, Pete Donahue. I knew that you could hear us. I was hoping old guy would mute us because I can't reach the fucking computer. It doesn't help. Uh, my apologies, buddy. <laughs> Everybody saw behind the curtain on that one. You're like, so when we come back in, we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucked that up, didn't we? Big time. <laughs> I blame, so I blame you morons on that one. Anyways. Big time. Darwinism. We're going to get Brandon's take on it this time uh, i mean just this is just something i've been i've been rambling about how so ram just is not strong enough like the old school i mean it's, it's, it's a big point, but, uh, dude but, <laughs> but social darwinism, social darwinism like, isn't like like full darwinism like we need we need like life or death situations we just don't need like you get kicked to a couple more offices of the government. I like that the fact that you are you and you take the stance like <laughs> there should be more shit that can kill a weak person like myself. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? There is just not enough shit to take people like me out of the equation. <laughs> Self-loathing slacker. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm a piece of shit and there, there, there just should be less of us. And I like the fact that you take that stance on this. Because I feel like it further proves my point when I'm like, there's a bunch of people with this opinion and they fucking suck. And why am I an asshole if I tell them they suck and it's factual? You fucking suck. It's like your kid. Your kid comes at you with all this pretentious shit. It all started when they started talking about bullying. I mean, some bullying, some kid being a dick to you and then you punching him in the face. It's called character. yeah. About talking shit to somebody who's bigger than him that can punch him in the face. I've been bullied and I've punched in the face. <laughs> and still you're half a fruit. He's hard-headed. Uh, the whole thing, the whole thing with it is, God damn it. The whole thing with, with it is, assembling is good because it's character building. 
because life shits on you constantly. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start telling a generation of people that they're important and all they're doing is like squats and yoga pants, you get the situation we're having. That's not a talent. That's something you do for preparation with a talent. You know what I'm saying? Like you having ass in fucking stretch pants isn't a talent, girl. It's like the fucking asshole that's like lip syncing for no apparent reason. But that's Darwinism in action, right? That girl with the yoga pants on, like uh, the old Louis C.K. bit, the hot girl at the bar. That in social strata that people are dying to get to. Like, <laughs> I just got to be a hot girl and take pictures on Instagram, and I'll get millions of followers. And I'm like, I'll love you. I'll love you. Yeah, but we could say that being this close. People to want to be that ignorant we are. If we were hot chicks, we would be like, Well, do you know what? Hmm. Well, if we stop. were hot chicks, we'd be on OnlyFans right now. <laughs> yeah. And it would be very broadcast. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Time things time would be inside of other things. That's all I'm saying. Well, not inside of you. What he just said you'd is. One out, you'd be holding the camera. What he. The homeless professor really just said to you is. He, as an ugly man, <laughs> projects whatever bullshit followed after that, right? And then him, then him calling, then him referring to himself as a, an ugly man. I feel like it's wrong to ugly man. You're an ugly boy. You're an ugly boy. It doesn't matter how old you get. Or when I'm dated at your birth, that you'll probably never grow into be a proper man. Look at you. You're already dead inside. We all are. Let's just be honest. Our pal and friend of the show, Jeef. People need to go through a saw maze to graduate high school. Like the guy from Saw. Like, right. Yeah. How bad do you want this? Let's play a graduation game. <laughs> <laughs> What would it be? What would your worst be some kind of be? like master, like hands and blades, and like you're just constantly watching porn. You can't masturbate. I feel like <laughs> I feel like what it would have been. I feel like my worst soul machine would be like me. There's one of those dildo pumping machines behind me. You know what I mean? Like just that that or that fucking dildo behind me as it approaches, huh. and then there's a flame and the spiders up top, and I'm like. And then there's fire, and I'm like, I don't want to burn to death. And then there's still the machine. I'll take the fire or the spiders. <laughs> I don't know, man. You get deformed in fire. Dude. And it depends. Seriously. I mean, if it's on a piston, though, and you're tied down to I the really floor. I really hate spiders, hey, but I think I take spiders. Going rape all day long. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I just... They, oh, Cars. <laughs> yeah, you know, one you can scrub off in the shower. <laughs> you think you can? It's, it's yeah, deep, well, you deep, gotta sit down. Deep. It's deep inside there. <laughs> Those scars are far, far in the inside. I'm just gonna get ahead of the curve on this one. This is my public apology for the last joke that was made. We all, we all at one joke at a time. Don't feel like it might be a good thing to be raped. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rape over fire. Mm. Rape over fire. Yeah, I mean, fire's better. Let's rewrite Snoo Snoo today. No, no, no. We're not doing Snoo Snoo. Who's Snoo Snoo? 
Dude, oh, man, the that, crazy that went really fucking left turn. Ah, fuck it. That's what happens whenever you're writing jokes. That if you're not writing true. jokes and you don't have a weird fucking moment, then how hard are you really writing? <laughs> Seriously, it's like it's like having party plates, dude. I see. If you party that hard, how hard do you party if you don't have the DUI plates, bro? You ain't partying that hard. Not in the state of Ohio, anyway. Yeah, it's not partying very smart. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Darwinism again. Knocked up, taken off to the road. And who dies? Not the alcoholic. The Knights family. In church, this asshole still toasted from Saturday night before. And that's their fault. The family. That's yeah. one good Get for going to church, right? Right. Driving drunk. And not driving around drunk. <laughs> Fact, people. Drunk drivers wreck while driving drunk because they aren't indeed taught to drive drunk. I'm saying you should have a petition for 16 year olds to get shit faced yeah, yeah. and drive through stop signs. Who's with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's enough 16 year olds getting toasted. Dude, it's a fucking joke making program. The life hack I have for that is just classical while you drive home. There's no way you'll drive fast and reckless while like listening to such a beautiful aria. What? <laughs> What the I, fuck I, did you just say I to me? I think he just tried to homeless culture you. He listens to NPR. He's a snooty homeless man. I listen to the, the classical radio only, while driving he can only afford, so that I'm not tempted to do anything stupid. He can only afford free public radio, bro. <laughs> no, we can First only off, time out. <laughs> if you're in Ooh. your car and you're listening I to music. You like hobo me. NPR is hoboing me. I feel just like it's a hobo. It's like the most interesting hobo in the fucking world. And then at the end, they're like, you want to buy these socks? <laughs> Come on, that fluff piece. A worm coming out of one of them. They're already like shitting. Same in my one left sock. Stiff. Yeah. <laughs> new Dude, think about that aspect of Darwinism right there. Should I give up the old? Up the opener. I had this thought earlier in the week. This is what starts this. I'm just going to be honest with my crowd right now. How lucky you are to be here. Seriously, how lucky you are to be here in the midst of all the dangers around you right now. In the middle of a pandemic. You are so lucky to be here. Because whenever your dad and your mother created you, not only did everything have to line up, embryos, the whole nine, her egg, her being at that time, him having sperm, and all them weird little sperm swimming towards you, and then you, you as an individual, you beat, what what would it be, like a terabyte of information? Like, if you had to swallow that load, that's like what, like three terabytes worth of load? <laughs> because of the genetic imprint on it? You know what I'm saying? And then you were a winner. You won that shit. And look at some of these people that won that race. And that's how you they know Darwinism like, stopped in the 60s. They don't look like they could even power walk, <laughs> let alone win a race. The fat fuck riding around on a rascal. Hey, when, you, you can say all you want about me being homeless and weird and shit, but I will never be fat. <laughs> no. Because you can't afford to eat enough to get fat. Exactly. Right. And crack is expensive. That's an expensive habit, dude. I don't actually know the figures on that. Really? Is crack expensive? Do we have to have the statistic think, for the crack-to-money ratio for most it, people that I, smoke crack? I think what he's saying is he doesn't the, take 
cash for it. train in goods and services. <laughs> no that's, eye contact. That's Don't the touch the back I'm of my head. There. I was thinking more of the goods target, and services demographic that you see, like. When you're jerking off, no, stop. When you're jerking off, dudes, like, is it like a, like a, like a right in everybody's eye thing? Like, are you doing it like a McDonald's in the morning? Like, no eye contact. He just holds his newspaper and he's like, one of those deals, or is it like behind the dumpster of the McDonald's in the morning for the creepy old guy? It's all foot tabs of the installment. <laughs> you're like a glory hole king. Yeah, that Utah shit's making its way east. <laughs> Yeah. Is is that true about the homeless community? Is there like like a lot of gay sex at rest stops? And why do you guys I like parents? A lot lizard. You want to hear that story? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know she wasn't at a truck stop. She was fucking downtown. Did she look like you? Did uh, you get a kindred spirit vibe? <laughs> if so, you should have known. Yeah. No. She's a fucking lot lizard. She walked up to him and she was like, I like your asshole for ten dollars. <laughs> and he's like, I love this bitch. <laughs> More of just a schizophrenic 23-year-old who was very, very odd. How do you make shit I sad? I your asshole for ten dollars and in his mind is like, ooh, dream <laughs> weaver. <laughs> yeah. The aura behind her. And I was yeah. too poor to afford the Wing. Actually. <laughs> How bad is that? Where is the lot lizard on the Darwin scale of sex workers? Low. It's definitely below like a fans only account for sure. Oh, absolutely. Fans only people like have a home. That's my yeah. class. Fans only yeah. But that's like the only type of like lot lizarding you should probably do, seeing as how like you don't have to actually get fucked for money if you're smart with your fan only. And that is why people coming soon, the Spike McCauley fans only, where we were doing foot fetish shit only. You want to see daddy smash some grapes? Daddy's going to smash them grapes slow, son. <laughs> you want to see Daddy smash a banana? He's going to squish it with his fucking monkey feet. <laughs> they want to see overweight women smashing your balls you in high heels. Saying? That's what they want to see. No, I ain't doing all that. Maybe we do like some shoulder play or something. Where, like I put like a hot, you know what I'm saying? Like, shoulder play? Yeah, like some weird <laughs> shit with my neck. Being there like, yeah, is that what you want to see? Is that what you want, Daddy? You want that big fucking sausage on my neck? <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Darwinism. I don't think that's how they make them forward. That's not how you do. That's not how fans only works for real. Man, was I confused? That's not how. They I saw make a girl with a chiming vibrator in her while freestyle rapping, and she was really good and twerking. You and did she, that, and she was really good at freestyle rap. Who did? I was like, this girl got me making bank. Like, I just watched her make a hundred dollars in like that was a real minutes. video. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. How did you afford it? Those sites, <laughs> those sites where it's just all live tubes. Have you or live cams? No, I haven't been on the live that's cam a, where chickens. That's a whole different world. Like Scott Wien says his lot lizard's beard was longer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no longer than you, know, you know you're not a lot lizard saying, where was the lot lizard? That's okay. So is she technically a lot lizard at that point, or is that just a hooker? Well, I didn't know until she asked to be dropped off at a pilot the next morning. I was like, you mean the truck stop? 
Well, let me ask another. So it was Wild Lizard's day out. Right, right. She fucked him. She fucked him on her day off. He was the lucky. He was the lucky guy. She's like after fucking fat truckers for a month. I just want a skinny guy that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? I just want a guy that is just a pretentious fucking thinks he went to Harvard type motherfucker and I'm going to suck his dick off. And then she met a this skinny feller that rambles rather incoherently. <laughs> yeah. Stumbles around and will shove it in random holes without asking. <laughs> Seventy percent of all of this is true about me except for the homosexuality. Wow. Or is so it? Many weird disclaimers with you. Yeah, there's like, he's got some hang ups about like just fucking around, doesn't it? No, I feel, I feel like, like I have to I have to cop to most of this, but the gay jokes are gay jokes. <laughs> Don't put this on me. This is about you. <laughs> First off, the community doesn't like it when they're called gay jokes, all right? Right. They're just jokes, please and thank you. Thanks for killing the Why'd you have to bring gay into it? Yeah, you fucking dick. Because you're making fun of me for being... Well, you're the one... Is it the prostitution or is it the... Time out. I never said a word to this man about his sexuality till I watched him go on stage and brush over possibly having sex with a homeless guy while smoking crack in his apartment in Vegas. Oh, that's a great story, too. I don't even want to get into it. Yeah. I'm just saying that as he gives the these disclaimers for the way is... that I treat him, I listened to him because he called me his fucking nemesis like he was Newman on Seinfeld. <laughs> so I listened to what the man has to say. It's like, did he just tell me a story about smoking crack and having a homeless guy suck his dick in Las Vegas? Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it sure did. And I walk up to him and I ask him and he's like, well, it's not good to touch him to crack. People don't like that. And it's like, that's the whole story, and I'm pretty sure the guy sucked your dick. <laughs> I didn't say at any I'm point. I'm pretty sure the guy wanted to suck my dick. He uh, offered to watch. I did too. He offered to watch gay porn with me. I had to shut him down, though. But sure. He <laughs> took a shower. Sure. Yeah. I like how he says he <laughs> offered. And I shut him down. <laughs> I offered to shut watch him porn down. I had to refuse Way the down. gay porn. Hey, pal, I, I you're pretty cool to hang out with. Would you like to watch some gay porn with me? That's like an offer. I don't think it came across like that. I feel like they... No, it was, do you have a DVD player? I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, spring it on you. He's like, like where, can, where's the DVD player? I got something you gotta see. <laughs> like the weird shit that only a homeless guy can a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. man. I haven't got to jerk off yeah. to this in months. Exactly. <laughs> you got a fucking DVD player? I've really got to fucking jerk way. off. <laughs> I've been living in your fucking alley for a year. You know I don't get to jerk off to this DVD, you dickhead. The f uh, and Brandon's like, well, you know, for a couple drags on your 10 rot. You can jerk off the porn in my apartment. <laughs> well, I didn't know that I I was I was giving him a shower. That was the uh, worst part. Which brings it us. Was, it was a half an hour of a man locked in my bathroom. Which brings us. On. Which brings us back to our point. Is it a good thing or a bad thing that we've gotten rid of Darwinism at this point? Because we can all agree we've gotten rid of it because Brandon exists. Yeah. But when you hear these stories, are these stories captivating enough? To keep these people around and wasting precious, precious resources. <laughs> That's what this boils down to at the end of the day. 
Because what you end up with is a generation, a generation of people that come to you and they're like, you never loved me properly. You didn't love me like I, you were a sitcom, dad. And you have to look at that little fucker and be like, well, you should have done something interesting. <laughs> then maybe I would have loved you more. This ain't on me. This is for sucking ass. Well, you know, it's like the whole video game generation kind of fuck things up for yeah but dude they're getting paid now men. yeah sure but i mean that's why so many people don't know how to change a fucking tire true there's that. darwinism right there I if you, if you can't change your own tire video. <laughs> that's why you don't make a thousand dollars playing video games there's social darwinism social natural selection in action if you can't change a tire you shouldn't be allowed to fucking drive I agree with that. As a man or a woman, anyone. Some tires are heavy. <laughs> and you ever see a dually truck like they have a chick like do like three tires? She's a little chick. First off, if she's that little, what's she doing in that big truck? Looking Living the life. She's a fucking American girl. You know what I'm saying? She's driving a big old fucking truck. It's That's not- her fucking freedom, bro. She's going to drive around that big fucking dually and mispark it and take up four parking spots at the same time, and you're going to bitch about her in the parking lot, but at the end of the day, you're like, eh, it's a chicken in a big truck. I accept that. Only for his erotic value. Is there an anti-chicks in big <laughs> trucks movement? I mean, there could be. There's like a whole movement for like men men feminists, which like I, I don't know how Meninists. that... Yeah, like... <laughs> The male feminist, like why can't why can't male feminists just come out like beta cucks? Like just say I'm a beta cuck. I think girls. Do they have vagina envy or something? What is this? Well, what it is is it's male. a move for like dudes like Brandon to get laid. This is what happens. I can't do it though because I can't think that way. My brain's still a man, just my body's a boy. <laughs> this is what happens oh, when you again. Let's talk. Let's let's touch base. This is what happens when you take Darwinism out of it. Have you ever heard of cuttlefish? Mm-hmm. Cuttlefish, whenever uh, this is this is for real. This is like you can look some of the stupid shit I'm about to say up. Cuttlefish adapt to their environment by color, right? And the female cuttlefish can take DNA from two two or three cuttlefish and make her spawn. So the biggest male cuttlefish, whenever he finds this cuttlefish, he'll shove him shove her underneath of him, and then she builds a nest and they mate and she starts laying eggs, right? Well, the smaller male beta cuck cuttlefish figured out that if they change colors to look like females, the bigger cuttlefish will grab them and <laughs> shove them under them, thinking that it's a mate. And then he fucks your old lady and he dives out the back. <laughs> and that's exactly what he is. He's a shasty fucking cutter cuttlefish that'll be like, I'm your old lady's gay best friend. And then fuck her and jump out your back window. That's what he is. That's what happens if you remove Darwinism. You like how that fucking works? How was that for a walk, y'all? It's definitely a strange turn of events, but that's that's a funny bit. I feel like that's a bit. Is that not a bit? Let's hear your yeah. comments on some bits. OG, you roll some bits and pop in and say some shit. I, uh, I'm glad that I could like, fan your fire. Because, I mean, you can't have me there to be yelling these jokes into every show, but yeah, but everyone but knows can, yeah, knows yeah, your type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We just describe you, and they're like, "Yeah, I fucking." This is guy. this is one of those scenarios. Like, uh, you guys ever see uh, you ever see uh, Braveheart? Old guy got something to say. Say it, OG. Look, Lorraine says I can change a tire and drive a five speed. Go, Lorraine. Go. 
That's because Lorraine fucking rocks. That's exactly what I, I get it, Lorraine. I'm sorry. I was just trying to show what they call. Uh, I hope it's because you had a drunk boy. I believe these this this <laughs> like day and age is called a toxic masculinity. Well, no, what I, you were displaying. I wasn't displaying talk. Like, see, they're God. Chivalry is dead because you people killed it as long as I'm alive. Chivalry is dead because you people killed it with toxic masculinity. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. Back to the point I was making. <laughs> Chivalry died with shaved pubic hair. Explore that. Explore it. You just have to get the girl going. There's a, there's a lot of layers in there to, to really uh, conquer. You couldn't just fucking spit on your dick and go to town. <laughs> Oh, only because, really be a gentleman. only because they didn't have Pornhub back then. You had to be a gentleman. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta comb that back. You can't just cram. We gotta comb that back. God, you're weird. Part of the fucking I think forest. pubic hair made life more weird. I miss it. What the it fuck? It was intriguing. I it, miss it? How much you miss hair do you really see? You know what I'm saying? He, he's acting like he's out there killing trim left and right. I can I just mean, say, I don't, I'm I kill one trim. In, in the span of time that I did have sex. I kill one. a whole lot of pubic hair. I get to kill one trim, okay? Just a little pubic like sometimes I'm into like like a little happy trail, you know what I'm saying? Like just like a little landing patch. Hmm. I'm just if saying. Someone ever gave me I'm just saying. Request, I would request. I just think that. I will request sometimes, and then sometimes did, I'll request the opposite. But did, those are those are the per dude. Did let's just are we glancing over the fact that HP kind of legit just maybe admitted to being a bit of a pedophile? Well, whatever. I don't want to touch on that. <laughs> let's, let's just not a lot of pubic hair in a sexual experience is a weird thing to say. Let's just let's just say <laughs> let's blaze over had more sex with girls with pubic hair than without. So I don't like your dad. You're young, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. When I was like, coming my, up, believe me, there was plenty of pubes, plenty of it. I don't miss it at all. All right, see, it was walking uphill. Two goddamn directions to go to school. I'm telling you right now. HP sitting back like, I don't think I mind my pussy with a toupee. This <laughs> <laughs> grass is always greener. Just a little Hitler right over the cliff. I'm just saying there's sometimes, uh... as a married man, you single people out there, you like to shit on married people, but there are perks to being married, right? Like, first off, you get to request a few things that you don't feel comfortable enough requesting with a chick that might, like, put your dick pic on the web. So we have a commenter. So, he gave a homeless guy porn and a shower. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> there is no joke. Was that Little Mike? He, no, it was Ryan Weiss. I believe that was a true story from his life. He it is, Ryan. He the part out where he blew the guy. It's terrible. He just brushes over the whole, right. the whole damn thing. And then you're like, what did he just say to me? Like, it's one of those things where after he gets done, you feel like you lost three IQ points for had listened to it. Michael, my son, says to the homeless professor, you say you miss pubic hair, but it's glued all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Jeep says you guys are all talking about Darwinism while smoking. 
Hmm. Hey, geez. <laughs> what are you? One of those fucking hell freaks? You want to live for fucking ever? You're going to go to a nursing home and have someone else wipe your ass for you? I know I'm going to die at 65. You ain't got to fucking remind me. Yeah. I planned this out so that I don't have I don't have any kids, Jeep. There's no one there to take care of me. So when fucking dudes abusing me, when homeless professor has to work for $12 an hour and his kids in there, like, I got to wipe this guy's fucking ass. Are you serious? I don't have to go through that. And I'm taking the proper precautions between my smoking, my drinking, and my Harley. I've made sure that I'm going to cash out before that happens to me. Don't judge me, you fucker. I'm an American. I don't remember the comedian who said it, but he was like, all these people that talk about how smoking takes years off your life. It's like, yeah, the, all the worst years. Yeah. All the, the diaper-wearing, can't-wipe-your-own-ass years. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck is the point that you're trying to make? Like, that's the whole fucking deal with, again, survival of the fit. Like, people used to respect their elders because their elders were in their 40s. I watch 40-year-olds fight in MMA right now. Well, that was because their elders could kick their ass back in the day. People are living too long and they're getting too old. The elderly back in the day... We're in fighting shape until they've dropped. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like that anymore. Well, it, it goes back to the alpha wolf thing. That's yeah. what happens when you have a lot of fucking alpha wolves. The difference between an alpha wolf and everyone and all the other wolves, right? Like, dig this real quick. Fucking a wolf's lifespan can be up to 15 years, right? Most wolves live to be about 10. The alpha has about a three to four year lifespan. Why? Because the strongest stick up for the fucking weak. That's how it's supposed to be. We don't do that anymore. We shit on the weak. And then we fucking move on like, well, they were supposed to take care of it. We have just spent an hour shitting on the weak. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to do. But who put them on? It who put them on? It all comes full circle. Who put them on? <laughs> who puts them in shows? Who keeps them half-ass motivated by picking on him? Because bullying can be good. It builds character. Yeah, I bully. I, I, I mean it. I it drives I, it. I, bullying drives fire. Michael Jordan said it best. You know how you become the fucking best? You don't make varsity as a freshman. Because whenever they took that from him, he was pissed. And anger will drive you. There it is. Anger will drive you. Anger definitely drives your comedy. You have been a very animated young man today, fella. I'm sorry. It's okay. You've been, you've been a little whiskey shouty. I needed, the but it's nicotine. fun. It's fun to get whiskey shouty. These days, I'm not to drive for whiskey shouty with you. Let's do and it. The world will completely off. That's the day we'll have no guests, and old guy is going to stay in the show the whole time to and wrangle just, both of us. Yeah, yeah, that'll we'll be fun. We'll make him pick the premise that day. That'll be fun. So stay tuned. That is our hour, gang. Stay tuned for what we got coming up in the future. We do want to pop some plugs out before we go. If you want to run those a little slower, old guy. The Eargasm Comedy Showcase. Can't thank these guys enough. They're kind enough to let us use their uh, StreamYard channel to broadcast our show. We are definitely partnered up with Eargasm. They're our great, very great friends, very great friends of the show. You can always watch any of our stuff right here at One Joke at a Time on the Eargasm Comedy no Network. Personal thanks out to Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Weiss. Thanks, buddy. We really appreciate you. And another thing that the folks at uh, Eargasm are doing is the Very Naughty Christmas Contest. They're offering a $150 cash prize to the best comedian in the contest. Submit five bucks and a five-minute video. They'll watch it. And if you uh, get in there and get the most votes, you'll win 150 bucks. Nice, easy-peasy Christmas extra cash. And we can never 
plug. Funny Noises Productions and off my good friend Chris Kettler, great friend of the show. Um, they give us a lot of minutes in this area. The comedians around here have no idea how just how much Chris Kettler and FNP does for this community. Dude, he just did me a solid on short notice. That's right. On short notice. Day of dude. show, I believe. It was a day yeah. of show. It was just for the show, actually, if we're getting into it. Like That's we right. needed the day, that. The day and he made it happen for us. We got one more comment coming in. <laughs> and tonight. That's right. Tonight. Go ahead. Tonight, you can find me and Michael performing some of this Darwinism shit and other minutes, other minutes that weren't worked out on the spot at the Raiders Lounge in Warren, Ohio. Lovely, lovely Warren, Ohio. At what time? That's going 7 to 9 p.m. this evening. Staying within our COVID limitations. Make sure everybody gets home and curfewed up. One more time for our guest, the homeless professor. What's your real name? My name is Brandon Scott. It's Brandon with an I. Did you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, easy to remember me by and more homeless shit. I have a glass eye, and my name is Brandon with an I, Scott. It's pretty easy to remember, and it's almost its Twitter, own Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. You want to plug any ways to get a hold of you? Brandon Scott on Facebook is the only place I've posted shit so far because, you know, I'm not. You're homeless. Yeah, I'm we can also I, see him rambling around downtown Canton on the regular. Right. There you go. Come see my comedy stylings in downtown Canton. All <laughs> right, y'all. Buy me a drink. I'm a corner operated boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Spike. I'm Mike. And this has been One Joke at a Time. Make sure you too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have a seat. We're gonna pull back the curtain on some comedy. Sit back, relax, and chat with us. Collab on a piece that will perform us. We perfected all the intricacies line by line. We're taking one joke at a time. With Michael Copenhaver and Spike McCully.